0: okay what up what up everybody i am the transportation hub and welcome to another episode actually in fact no welcome to the final episode of the hub talk chronicles in the year of 2023 now i know that the last episode i did was in tribute to my dear late friend mr ryan thirson carson and um and um the weeks after i did that tribute video um i was i was hit with a whole slew of emotional heartbreak grief despair everything and you know um my dear friend was one of the nicest person one of the nicest people in the entire world and um i miss him dearly i miss him dearly I truly, truly miss him dearly. I miss him. I miss him a lot. And there's some days where I I get flashbacks on what happened and memories of him and what have you. And, and I just break down emotionally. I just have an emotional and mental breakdown. Like weeks after everything that happened, my mental was just so completely de- detached and depleted. And if you ever get that feeling, feeling, you guys will know. You guys will understand, okay? Cause we've all been there before. But this one right here hits me hard. It hit me real hard. Like I've experienced loss before. I, I've lost some loved ones. But this one right here hits me the hardest because because of how the way he he passed away. And it hurts. It hurts a lot. And it's gonna be a long time healing. And I miss him dearly. I always keep in my mind and forever in my heart. But anyways, um yes, I want to move forward. Okay. So so before we say farewell to 2023, I want to take a re- I just want to take a look back at everything that happened in the past year in the world of Transit and transportation. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into the review episode. All right, now, now, um, yes, um, a dear friend of another dear friend of mine's, um, he wrote me this list so that (laughs) I remember what to say because I can't remember everything that happened in 2023. (laughs) So yes, as this year comes into the end, this year comes to an end, and as we look forward to 2024, here's a lot of recap of everything that happened. Okay, a lot of station improvements have happened under the under under New York City Transit Subway system, and when we mean station improvements, we mean reconstruction of stations. New elevators have been installed in certain places across the five boroughs, across the five boroughs, including the new Dorp Staten Island Railway Station. They got new elevators as well. Let's see. We have witnessed the debut of the R211 subway cars, okay, on the first day of service back on Friday, Friday, March the 10th, 2023. And we've also experienced, and we also witnessed a full-on brawl between a 15-year-old boy and a group of Hispanic kids. Now, some people speculate. Some people say. Some people so, Now, now, um, it was claimed that um, racial slurs were involved because somebody in the background was chanting the N-word and saying N-word, alert, N-word, alert, N-word, alert. But it turns out the, the, the Hispanic kids that, that that attacked the 15-year-old boy, who was black, by the way, it, were not the ones saying the racial slurs. All right? And because of everything that happened, because of everything that happened, he disappeared for a long while off social media, media due to the fact that he has gotten in trouble in the past and has done a lot of crazy stuff in the past ranging from surfing on trains to attacking other kids from range, from surfing on trains to attacking other kids to threatening other kids online which led up to the beatdown that we all saw online on that day of the debut of the R211s. And speaking of the R211s, right? The R211s had some issues themselves. It's 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 not really as bad when the R179s came into play because whoa, that was horrible. If you knew about the R1 if you knew about the R179s and the troubles that they have, if you know, you know. But here's the thing, right? The R179 no, sorry, the R211s, right? Um It got taken out of service a couple of times, you know, due to doors, due to the malfunction of the doors, malfunctions of the information of find of their find the information and display system on the trains to the issues that they have with the um sorry to the issues that they had with their gearbox because apparently their gearbox has like a bicycle bicycle type of gearbox. So they have to take all the trains out of service and, re- and fix the issue and replace all the gearboxes. And we also witnessed test- testing on not only on the regular R211 cars, but they also well also the R211 for Staten Island Railway R211 cars, R211 cars. they're supposed Staten Island is supposed to get 75 cars. 75 car subway 75 rail cars of the r211s which replace the aging r44 cars for the Staten island railway and not only that for the r211s right we're also going to have open gangway subway trains which is speculated to go into service in 2024 people say it's going to be on the queens boulevard line mainly the f but we'll see but we shall see we shall see. And and we would have had the R2 Levinson in here earlier if it wasn't for if it wasn't for COVID nineteen and the fact that factories had to shut down and what have you because nobody was there to manufacture the train, so therefore nothing was getting done until everything picked up in twenty twenty one when we successfully passed two legislations, one being the American Rescue Plan. To bring small to open back up small businesses that were shuttered by the pandemic by the pandemic and bring back all the all the jobs and the and to bring back everyone to work. And the infrastructure jobs and investment act is the act that brings money to mass transit, broadband, to um, take care of urban care, health care, health care, take care of the climate, whatever it is, whatever it is whatever it is you name it it's there right and i'm going to tell i'm going to tell you guys how the infrastructure jobs and investment act came into play because we also getting a whole slew of electric buses okay as the mta is is progressing forward to have 100% zero emissions all electric bus fleet By the year of 2040. Okay. So at least by the year 2040, we will have a bus fleet that is 100% that is fully electric. And we'll also have the, um, the hybrid electric buses around too as well, but mainly on electric buses as well. Cause right now there are some depots. There are certain depots, certain bus depots across the city right now that are getting renovated and that are getting, that are getting electric charging and station ports installed. As you remember, back in 2018, right? Michael, the Michael J. Quill Bus Depot in Manhattan, as well as the Grand Avenue Bus Depot in Queens, in Mass Queens, but it's actually a Brooklyn bus depot, by the way, got their got their charging station ports installed just in time for 10 new for 10 new bus for 10 new electric buses that would later on pave the way for the future bus for the future electric bus fleet that we're all going to experience in the far future in the near to far future and and as i remember 5 of those buses were were new flyer buses the XC40 types the XC40 Excelsior charge and the other 5 were from Portera, which is the potato-shaped electric bus, okay? And their lease went all the way up to, like, early 2022 because due to the fact that they got an extra year, like, due to the fact that they got an extra year or so, right, they they got to hang on, the TA got to hang on to those buses for another year before the lease expired, and those buses paved the way for a whole new future of electric bus fleets that we're going to see. And later on in 2024, I I I was I'm working I was working on a bus procurement video of all of the electric bus orders that we've been experiencing, of all the bus orders that we've been experiencing from the mid 2010s, I would say the late 2010s up until now. And now I have to add everything included because, because in December's um, in December's um, what you call it in December's um project, not December's project in, in the MTA board meeting in December, right? We got we just got word that we will receiving that we will be receiving a whole slew, a whole slew of electric buses, mainly mainly the hydrogen buses. Well we two hydrogen buses, um, f- five five LFSE plus from Nova, and the rest of the buses, rest of the electric buses, all new flyer, ranging from XE forties to XE sixties. And and there's a reason why New Flyer, New Flyer Industries got one of the largest bus orders, largest electric bus orders. For MTA New York City Transit. And I am going to explain why in a future video. And it involves Nova Bus. And I'm going to explain why. In a future video. Okay? So, yeah. So, yeah. That's that. Oh, and by the way. And by the way. um, The Jamaica Bus Depot, right? The MTA brought um this huge... This huge land space that's going to be the future bus depot for Jamaica Queens. Okay, as you already know, the existing Jamaica bus depot is going to be in the process of getting knocked down and demolished. I assume that um, they were going to buy out all of the all of the um, auto the auto shops and one of you know auto shops I have to move so that the MC would acquire that land. Nope. They brought new land, a new landed space right in, right in the perimeter of 165th Street Liberty Avenue, South Road, now Tuskegee, now Tuskegee Airman Way, and Guyarbier Boulevard in South East Queens. Yes, in Southeast Queens, and all of that is coming from the Infrastructure Jobs and Investment Act, where where infrastructure comes into play. The MTA uses use the money that they got from the federal government to construct a whole new Jamaica bus depot, which will have, which will mainly have, which will which will store electric buses, and we're going to get some articulated. And we're gonna get some 60 foot long accordion articulated buses as well. Because if you don't remember, Jamaica Depot is slated to get articulated buses. We just don't know which route will have Arctic buses as of yet. Yet. The reason why Jamaica Depot cannot maintain articulated buses at this time is because that existed the existing the existing the Jamaica bus depot that stands today, right? Is is like what I would say 82 year 1930, 1939, 20, it's it gotta be like at least eighty four years old at the very least eighty four years old that bus depot is the oldest is the oldest bus depot in the entire New York City transit world In the New York City Transitverse. That bus depot is the oldest one. You're the oldest bus depot. In the New York City Transitverse. Alright. So. um, So yeah. That bus depot is going to get demolished. But before they demolish all the bus. But before they demolish the bus depot. Right. All of the buses that are sitting at the Jamaica bus depot right now. Will have to park all their buses. At the. Um. At the York College parking lot, and the MTA would have to pay CUNY for the land and rental space of the parking lot. Yep. They pay CUNY. They have to pay CUNY for the land and rental space of that parking lot. That's where all the buses are gonna line. That's where all the buses, you know, are gonna line up and everything. Are gonna line up and everything okay, so that's that um, what else? what else? oh yes, let's not forget our back on january twenty fifth twenty twenty three we have witnessed the grand opening of grand central Madison. Okay, Grand Central Madison is the newest stop on the Long Island Railroad serving Manhattan's east side. Okay, besides from Penn Station, Long Island Railroad now currently serves um, Grand Central Madison, and it's the first station for Long Island Railroad in such a long time. All right. All right, so, all right, so um, after Grand Central Madison opened, opened right, the the scheduling started off as a shuttle, as a shuttle between Jamaica and Grand Central Madison, Madison, and they have to fixate the scheduling a couple of times so that um, so that. An adequate amount of trains will be serving Grand, Grand Central Madison, while at the same time not be taking service from Penn Station at Manhattan's Midtown West side, and this is where um, service to Brooklyn comes to play, right? Atlantic Terminal, Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Um, in order to maintain service between between Long Island and Brooklyn, right? The TA had shuttle service between Jamaica and Atlantic terminal Brooklyn like three trains like 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 three trains or so and like every fourth train like every fourth train service will operate between West Hempstead and Atlantic Terminal Brooklyn every fourth train so it like, it's like like Jamaica 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 West Hempstead Jamaica 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 West Hempstead. That way, to maintain proper service between to and from Atlanta Terminal Brooklyn. Now that's that out of the way. Now, with that out of the way, we can get on to some news, some news, and the best of 2023. All right, and also, and also, we have also we have started an era of customer service. When um, Omni is slowly coming into play, we got station agents acting as customer service agents. And you see some stations now have Omni customer service and eh, 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 what of you to really bolster in a new era of the of the fair payment system. And I know that we're falling behind on Omni as well. But it's going to take a while. But it's going to take a while for everything to come into fruition. And besides, we still have another full year of Metro cards until their retirement in 2025. Alright. Also, also, we also have new turnstiles in lock to deter Fair Evasion. But... But I seen but I've seen those um new turnstiles before and I've discussed this in the previous episode of in the previous episode of the Hub Talk Chronicles of the Hub Talk Chronicles. And if you take and if you take a look back and listen to what I said about the new turnstiles, right? It needs work. It needs work. Oh no, it needs work, honestly, because I've seen videos of when one person tap their card or swipe their magic card, whatever you and the gate opens, opens you see one person go through and then and then seconds later you see like what six or seven people barging all at once. That needs to be deterred. That seriously needs to be returned deterred. And I hope they get and I hope they fix that so that, that doesn't happen again. And yes, and to continue on with the year 2023, right? We've also been experiencing a trend that is not a very new trend, but it's a very old trend, and it it's also a trend that has that has severe and even deadly consequences. And yes, my friends, yes, my dear friends, that that trend is Subway surfing. Subway surfing. Okay? Now, I don't know what intrigues people about this whole subway surfing. Subway surfing. But, but here's the thing, right? But here's the thing, right? Kids are impressionably fickle, okay? I don't understand why. Why would they risk their lives to do something so vile and so dangerous? Like subway surfing is deadly. It's dangerous. A lot of people lost body limbs, got severely injured, permanently injured, or even worse, lost their lives. Lost their life. Doing this crazy, dangerous, and stupid stunt. And and here's the thing. Subway, Subway Surf is not new. It's, it, it has started, like, I would say in the 70s or 80s or so. So, so it kind of died down in the 90s or so. But as we move forward into the 21st century, it has progressed and has gotten more rampant than ever. Okay? Now, I remember when I was watching Fox 5... New York, right? And they were mentioning about some teenage boy who lost his life subway surfing on 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 the Wilsonburg Bridge on the J train, right? Back back in back in February of this year, right? I think it on, I think it was on President's Day, if I'm not mistaken, right? This boy, right? Subway surfed on the train, well, on the back of the train, on side of the train. I don't know where. He hit some beam on the Wilsonburg Bridge. He lost his balance and he fell into the tracks. I don't know, I don't even know if he either A if he either A touched the third rail or B another train came came from the opposite direction just ran him over. But either way he lost his life. He lost his life. And his mother, under the same breath, is trying to sue. DMTA for what happened to her son. Like, listen, lady, do not bring up that lawsuit because you're not going to win. Because I don't want to say this because your son, he made a horrible choice and did what he did. And I'm sorry for your loss, ma'am. I really am. But you have to understand, right? The TA does not encourage kids to do subway surfing. If anything, they're encouraging against subway surfing. That is why. That is why um, NYPD rights have to come into play, and deploy drones above elevated above certain elevated subway lines where subway surfing is rampant. It's rampant on the J, M, and Z. It's rampant on the seven out in Queens. Is 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 rampant on the four, two, and five trains. Four, two, and five trains out in the Bronx. Like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's dangerous. And I'm going to do, and I'm not going to touch a base on that. I'm going to do a podcast episode on that later on in 2024. And so, and yeah, and that's the whole point. When they did this um when they did this um campaign that subway surfing kills using teenagers to speak out against subway surfing, advocating for this ongoing problem that teens and young adults too does on a previous basis. Like, I don't understand why you all do this. Y'all do this because y'all wanna get some sick treat- cheap thrills. If you want some thrills, do rock. Go rock climbing, ride a bike, ride a bike, ride a bike. Go to the go to the gymnasium, do some acrobats or something. Come on. If you value life, if you really value, if you really truly value life, if you truly value life, then you shouldn't be subway surfing. It's that simple. If you value life, don't subway surf. It's that simple. It's that simple. All right, now we're going to talk about another topic that happened in the year of 2023, vandalism, right? Now, as you all know, um, certain subway window cars of the R46s were smashed along the BMT Broadway line, which had a heavily major impact on on W-Train service luckily that situation got resolved the the culprit had been apprehended and we can move and we can move um forward with this and happily that the ta was able to replace all of the windows that were damaged all of the windows that were damaged all the windows that were damaged and there was an incident in the late summer of 2023 where we see this T where we see a bunch of teenage kids, right, who threw a rock at the driver's window on a Manhattan bound D train at Fort Hamilton Parkway. And take note, this happened when, when 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 um northbound D trains were running over the end line in Brooklyn from Stillwell Avenue to thirty sixth street and Sunset Park. And these bunch and these bunch of wild, crazy kids just pick up what looked like to be a rock or a boulder or some sort, some short or some sort. just pick it up and just threw it, just pick it up and just simply just just dash it. It's just, it's just like, bam, just like threw it. they threw it at the window at the driver's window. Train service was delayed. it was delayed and like days later those kids got caught apprehended and arrested okay and speaking of incidents right we i i i i never i never touch up on this on on the hub talk chronicles because one it was a sensitive topic and two people people are so dumb and stupid these days Like, they like to turn everything into a political issue. And, 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 um, and, um, you got, you got, you got, you got these fucking illiterate, idiotic, right wing morons glorifying this guy, like if he's some type of vigilante of some sort, sort of whatever. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the chokehold incident with, um, with, um, Jordan Neely and Daniel Penny. Now, um, I really don't see this as a political issue at all. I don't understand why people will turn this turn this into a political issue when it's nothing at all. Now, if you don't remember, um, I would say it was around March per se. It was around in the afternoon time, right? This thirty-year-old, this thirty-year-old, thirty-year-old um, Jordan Neely, right, Who was thirty at the time, right? I can't I can't say because I wasn't on the train. I wasn't on the train, so therefore I can't say what happened, but I will say how it was reported though. He was acting er, he was acting erratically erratic on the train, just doing a whole bunch of crazy ass stuff, a whole bunch of crazy ass stuff stuff, screaming at people, yelling at people. I don't even know. They thought he was going to do something. And um, this other person, 24-year-old Daniel Penny. Yeah, he got the guy from behind and put him, put him in a chokehold to the point where the guy lost, where Neely lost consciousness. Neely had to be rushed to the hospital where he unfortunately passed away. Now, this is just a sad tragedy all around. Because here's the thing, right we don't even know we don't you know up you know it's been nine months later since 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 this tragedy and up to this day we don't even know what happened to that subway car. We don't even know nobody and nobody can come out and justify saying oh oh um oh um Neely did this Neely did that and that's why Penny did what he had to do. And nobody can turn around and justify that, honestly. And I will say this though: um, I know a lot of people gonna have a problem when I say this, but um, I have a feeling that Daniel Penny, Daniel Penny, is gonna get off scot free with this. You know, we don't wanna, you know you want to know why? Because there's really not sufficient evidence to say that it was premeditated, that he meant to do it on purpose, or what have you, what have you? I would, I would honestly just say that you know the instincts kicked in the fear the fear rushing to your blood and your brain your veins and 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 um you think that you had to do something to save people blah blah, blah and make these and make these thoughts based on how people were reacting and what of you What of you? And I honestly wholeheartedly believe that it was not, it was not premeditated. Was it justified? No. But at the same time, I would honestly say it was not premeditated. And my advice to um Jordan to um Daniel Penny is um don't 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 be don't don't be glorified by the right wing media because I promise you this, they really don't care about you. They really don't. They're just using you as a political prop. As a political prop to push their dumbass, stupid ass agenda. They're just using you. They really don't care about you. Listen to me. They really don't care about you. They're just simply using you. They're using you. They'll just use you and just move on to the next story and glorify this other person, this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 blah. blah. Blah 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 and blase blase. But anyways, anyways, um Daniel Penny, I wish you well. I have nothing against you. Honestly, I have no animosity towards you. I don't know you. I have nothing against you. I wish you well and good luck on your trial. And good luck. That's all I have to say. But anyways, moving on to the next topic. The Queen's bus redesign network now now who now i honestly believe that we most of us here has honestly forgotten about the queen's bus redesign network hell i nearly forgot about it because if you don't remember last year back on march 29th 2022 the MTA released a new draft plan for the Queen's Bus Redesign Network. Okay? The the original plan that they released before COVID was taken out of public consideration because due to the amount of negative feedbacks that the original plan got. And and to be honest, the original plan looked like somebody took a crayon to the took a crayon. Nah, like literally. Picked up a crayon and just scribbled all over the map. You can't even tell. You can't even tell what type of route is that. Is that route supposed to be? So, with that, with that being said, they took the time, came up with a new draft plan with all of, with all to most of the existing route labels, as well as coming up with new route labels. New out labels to present to the Queens public, and and it took a long while because we have to remember Queens is what Queens is the largest borough in New York City, so therefore Queens has the largest bus network. All right. So without being said though, they they took last year. They use all of this they use all of spring, summer, even some parts of the fall, fall to do public feedbacks on the routes and everything that happened, so on and so forth, so on and so forth. And they use all of this year as well to come up with new draft plan. To come up with the proposed final plan for certain rounds. Incorporate customer feedbacks as well as the stakeholders and everything. Until we finally got the proposed final plan this year on December 12th, 2023. Okay. The TA dropped a new proposed final plan for the Queen's Bus Redesign Network network this year? Well, well, it took them long enough. It took them long enough. Took them long enough, but I will give them credit with credit, Zouk, because they did say that it would be this year. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, as I was saying, right, the reason why the Queen's Bus network Redesign plan took so long to get, prob- to get their proposed final plan together is mainly because People left. People left. Certain people left the team, and the owner, and and the leader of the team. He also quit as well. He also quit as well. So therefore, everything got pushed back, and new people had to come in, and had to be cut, and they had to be catch up to speed with everything. Um, I am working on a review of the proposed final plan for the Queens bus redesign network. So I'll have it up and ready. By MLK Weekend. Yeah, you should expect a full video review of it by Martin Luther the King Weekend in 2024. And that's pretty much it, what happened in the year of 2023 in the world of transit. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys enjoy what you hear, make sure that you follow the Hub Talk Chronicles wherever you got your podcasts, and make sure that you guys... And make sure that you guys follow The Hub on Instagram, follow The Hub's Facebook page. Threads will be coming soon in 2024, New Year's Day 2024, which is the next day. And subscribe to the Transportation Hub YouTube page. Once again, this is The Hub signing off. Love love all you guys dearly. Wish you all a happy holidays and a happy prosperous new year. And I cannot wait to see all of you at the next stop.